0: While I'm doing this, I already
1: deleted it. we were already recording. Okay, Ladies okay. and gentlemen, welcome to this week's wrestler review. Dylan got showing me his torso. Look, he's just walked away. Ladies and gentlemen, very special episode this week. Let me explain to you what's going on. Dylan and I, um, bunch of stuff. I just had a hearing for an appeal uh, to something to do with my unemployment. Dylan continues Whoa. in earnest to raise a child. Um, so we're doing something special this week, ladies and gentlemen. Today we're just going to we're going to talk about. I just decided to give you us know those some parts of the podcast of where people
0: are like, why are they not talking about the episode? Just that I'm going to call it Wrestler Review After Dark. Is that what no, every single not, show not, in the '90s that was called we're not doing that at all? It was just a talk show at one AM where it was just two guys. Like, hey, these guys both have. Sh- sexual assault charges against them in 1992, which means they did
1: something fucking crazy. Yeah, that that means that they did something specifically to a... They did something to a cop's kid in front of the cop. That's the only time they would be like, someone better arrest this celebrity. It's like, why? It's like, he he went to a church and he took a shit in front of all of the kids while jacking off. You know what I just thought about? All of the kids? Yeah, go
0: ahead. uh, Remember when it was like, hey... Um, Bill Cosby may be actively sexually assaulting people, but Eddie Murphy, like, I think likes trans women. I mean, it's I'll go you one step better. I remember
1: being told in 2007...
0: Hugh Grant, too. And they were like, explain to us why you like that
1: when you have Elizabeth Hurley. And
0: he had to be like, oh, it's actually uh, actually bad. First of all, Hugh Grant... So don't worry about it.
1: Hugh Grant, I believe, was not even a trans sex worker. I believe Hugh Grant was just a sex worker, and everyone was like, Why are you having sex with a filthy, filthy whore mm. when you've got a hot bitch who played the devil near Brendan Fraser at home? And um, Hugh Grant He probably suck like, the gas out of a fucking tank. That's what he said. He said that to Jay Leno. He's like, if you ever had someone that was literally Leno. suck Leno was a golf ball through a until garden until that Hall? interview. Yeah, it's the interview that made him, baby. Because all that Jay Leno did was. The, the early 90s are a crazy time. By the way, our topic to discuss today, but Dylan refused to listen, was Hulk Hogan joining the NWO, because basically our just research is super late. We just had a frantic week, but we wanted to give you guys an episode anyway, and we want to try out a format where we just chat. Oh yeah, less work. Less work. Um, so, it's like how
0: podcasts mm-hmm. were, we've probably talked about this, but podcasts where people just fucking shoot the shit have come back oh my in god, a big they were way so much better. like... No one talks about five thousand dollars on a camera rig, and me and my buddies bulk tape this or whatever instead of us. Where it's like, where is Dylan? Is he in his house or in his mom's house? Yeah, will we ever escape
1: COVID? I like that COVID. COVID gave us many things, but one of the big things they gave us was uh, podcasts. Suddenly, like you know, full TV shows and like yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, we're that now, and it's like, well, why? And it's like, I don't know. Definitely, definitely doesn't make more people want to listen. I'll tell you that much. But for some reason, they want oh, to yeah. watch people. As long as the set is definitely just the guest bedroom of everyone's apartment. I don't know if you guys know this, but <laughs> all of those podcast sets are just the guest bedroom of all of their apartments. Our friend, our mutual
0: friend, Bobby Mayer, who's got a very good podcast called The Best what Year, year it? I think. I th- yeah, what year is it? Yeah. it the, yeah. What they do is they talk about a specific year in history and give details of it, but also get wildly off topic. Essentially, this... But like they have they do it in a studio and all these fun things. But he was saying basically every single podcast is now videotaped in what looks like an office that you just started getting drunk at.
1: Yeah, that's exactly it. It's basically like, this well, this company's failing. We are just using the money. What I like about human beings is this is how you know a thing will be around for a long time. When human beings start going like, it's a game changer. It changes everything. And then it's like, how you know it's going to be around for a while is they <laughs> take that game changer and be like, now make that thing exactly the way everything else is. What? Why? Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Which yeah, brings we're, us to Hulk Hogan we're, we're joining the NWO. Bad. Yeah, exactly. Now, listen, Dylan, How where am I the you... one? I
0: love being the off-topic one because you're trying to wrangle me and I'm fucking, I'm uh, letting the dog it. out of the leash, you know what I mean? Like you, I'm you now. Well, you got a big dick and you're cool?
1: No, <laughs> Small and it's fine. Yeah. Uh, Dylan, by the way, is currently broadcasting, for those of you just listening, he's currently broadcasting from uh, where January 6th was planned. <laughs> do you know where that door, do you know what's behind that door? I assume just a bunch of uh, your stepdad's uh, toenail clippings and a shotgun. Literally, if you want to actually know, though, if you won't want to be fucking
0: dick, a lot of hockey cards. I forgot how many <laughs> hockey cards I had. Where I was like, I could literally be like, "Well, I'm moving out on my own, building a house of just hockey cards." They're the inspiration
1: I mean, and also the house. Uh, have you? Why don't you just bulk sell them? Because here's the fun thing I've discovered about I would never do hockey cards. Hockey. <laughs> Why the fuck would I sell? I thought about selling them, and you
0: know what happened? My skin crawled. <laughs> Baseball, hockey, football—all you know—all the markets. CFL in there? No. There's a John Candy CFL card because he owned part of the Argos.
1: Do you have a Kenny Pow Pow? Do you
0: have Kenny Pow Pow? I I should buy a Kenny Powers card. I'm gonna. No, 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 not my, Kenny uh... Powers.
1: Kenny Pow Pow. Oh. was the uh, he was the head coach of the Ottawa Renegades, and I believe also played for the <laughs> Argonauts. Did. That's right. Uh, I probably have a Kenny from... actual card in there. Oh, fuck yeah, you do. When like he was playing for, I believe, the Argonauts or maybe the Alouettes. For those of you Ooh. who don't know what the CFL is, in Canada, and I I have no idea why, they play a version of American football mm. that is supposedly more fast-paced, but is there's literally a league that is enjoyed by just the people that live in Hamilton, Regina, and Winnipeg. All It's everywhere but teams.
0: Toronto because people in Toronto are like, if if you want to know how Canada works, it's like everywhere else is high school in Canada, and Toronto is that kid who's like, I actually only hang out with
1: people in college. Yeah, That's Toronto. like t- Toronto's the only Toronto. Imagine a family. Canada is a family where everyone went to high school and then worked at the fucking gas station because mm. I'm not. You're not fucking better than me, mm-hmm. and Toronto dared for a semester to go to an art school and now the entire family is like this fucking uppity bitch just because it's got a (laughs) fucking oh you got a fucking train that goes underground you're not fucking better than me you're not fucking better than me
0: we have a fair amount of people from under the beautiful empire the british empire which still hasn't faded
1: in my eyes um no if you're australian answer in the the comments
0: what cities like that in australia is like i can 100
1: percent tell you tell you okay it's weird because australia is two australia is melbourne and sydney and Melbourne thinks Sydney's a piece of shit. And Sydney is like, I don't care, man. I'm cool. And that's what it is. Yeah, so, so basically, Melbourne, that is Montre- Montre- Mel- Melbourne is Montreal, but like minus the language dynamics, just the cheapness and absolute pleasure to live in. Sydney is the way cool, amazing city. All right. What do you, did you get excited when CM Punk came into AEW? Let's talk about Russ. Did you get excited?
0: Yeah, of course. It was great.
1: I did not. Here's why. And here's the problem. And here's why Personal I hate Personal relationships. This is exactly it was I because I didn't know that I was I was gonna be like, I'm a piece of shit. I'm gonna love this so much, even though I do a show with someone who may or may not always be pals with yeah, yeah, CM Punk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um I then like what it just made me feel like I don't I don't like this anymore. Also, like I kind of am like, you're not a hero, you're not saving wrestling guy. You you got the money you wanted and you're back. You if you had actually cared about the fans. You would have come back way sooner when people were clamoring for it. Like I just, there was no my, opportunity though. Yes, like, there where's going to come back? At like WWE, come back it, in Ring of Honor, come back in New Japan. People, no, that's not fair. What it was was Ring of Honor he you wanted can't to do because better. yes, Ring why? of Honor
0: is owned by Sinclair Broadcasting, which is like yeah, the name. No, is like, No, cool. shut up, shut up, shut up. That'd be like shut up, the shut your fucking Fox mouth. News bought the Pixies. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like
1: I got. I'm sorry. I news flash. Tony Khan, the Khan family.
0: <laughs> sorry there's a a flash on my phone
1: yeah exactly uh, uh, Chris Jericho all these people are not fucking big time moral boys but then see well, that p- plays big, into what's happening now do you know the
0: uh, the thing about the minorities
1: uh <laughs> well, this I, is something I, uh, a guy with
0: a mustache <laughs> just said oh yeah the there's thing nothing about the minorities
1: let me tell you how my life works which is okay. if anything happens in the world to do with anything but wrestling no one lets me know if anything happens with wrestling, I get at minimum five DMs and two texts. When this the Ultimate Warrior died, when, when the Ultimate Warrior died, fourteen people called me to see if I was okay.
0: That's great. One four, John, you lost another one of as you put them believers in your faith.
1: Yeah, you lost a quote unquote philosophical hero. Um, It's just funny. But but going back to your point, going back to your point of, oh, he couldn't work for Ring of Honor because of Sinclair Broadcasting. He morally opposes them. Well, then he shouldn't work for the fucking Khan family or anywhere near Chris Jericho because fucking loser bitch. Fucking melted butter chest Chris Jericho. Fucking yeah. loser. Bad wrestler. Not yeah. good for 10 years. Not a good wrestler ever. Whoa. Fucking perennial card. Fuck you. Take hey, Chris him. Jericho, my name Take is John out. Hastings. You're I a mean, fucking he loser. Patreon, he's going to be pissed. You're a loser, bitch, yeah. fuck. And I do not like you. You are not my friend. You are no one's friend. Everyone thinks you're a little jerk loser. You're not revolutionizing the wrestling business, Chris. I don't understand. Uh, me and Tony Khan are revolutionizing the wrestling. You're doing WCW just without Eric Bischoff and Vince Russo that, and, and Hulk Hogan. That's all you're doing. So everyone's like, well, I would say this he's is fun. WC, it's, it's WCW, a, it's a,
0: but it's he's a Rick focus Rude. on
1: wrestling for a wrestling show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's Rick Rude now. Dead, and w- I wish he was a little as, as quiet as Rick rude I He's really smart hate-
0: though because he does the thing no, he's not. that you should do when you believe terrifying things, which is
1: just some do not like, talk hey, about. Do you it.
0: believe this exactly?
1: Yeah, that's the thing with Chris Jericho. No, why was Donald Trump Jr. on your podcast? Um, what's a podcast <laughs> <laughs> like? Just but like right my- now,
0: we're living in. I mean, if you're in the comedy bubble, uh, Pat Noswalt, mm-hmm. whose entire internet persona is, I quote, tweet and destroy right-wing things and, like, people who go against LGBTQ, you know, plus mm-hmm. uh, ideals. is just took, took, basically, what I think happened is, got drunk, took a picture with Dave Chappelle, who's a long-time no, no. friend of his. No, no,
1: exactly, I know exactly what it was. It was he you just, tell me. he and Dave Chappelle started together. They were, like, yeah. they've been friends for, like, 40 years. They were in the same town, and Dave Chappelle said, hey, come on, open for me. And Patton Oswald isn't a regular person. Patton Oswald is an incredibly famous person and has been incredibly famous for 20 years. Mm-hmm. So doesn't live in the same world as you and I and didn't realize that some people are like, hey, Dave Chappelle basically authorized a bunch of people to treat me like a piece of shit, so I'm not the biggest fan. Here's my thing with Dave Chappelle. I just don't think he's a very good comedian anymore, and I don't yeah. understand why people think he's funny. Like, that's I, my main problem. I think he's good, but there is
0: something that happens where Dave Chappelle is what I got, what I called carrot top ripped, which is like
1: exactly. He, I have the he, exact as same soon theory. As you get jacked,
0: yeah, and you're a thin guy like Chappelle is, where it's like, why did you? It's kind of like
1: if you were I that can dedicated it. to comedy. I can explain it. I yeah, can explain because it. it's fun. It's okay. no, what it is, what it is is he likes these. M- these muscles will protect me. Also, mm. like he's clearly just doing steroids, which is dope. That is cool. Of course, let's not be wrong. We're very pro steroids. Please check out the TikTok.
0: Micro dose steroids.
1: Uh, not me. I macro dose. <laughs>
0: I go fucking superstar Billy Graham.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's also just going back to CM Punk and AEW. Like, I just don't care. Like, I don't. Ca- I think he looks like a fucking old man cosplaying as Chael Sonnen. He's got terrible he's got the stubble. That I have where it's like you grow yeah, that shit he, in, and it's like yeah.
0: you gray right here. So yeah. he's now shaving and whatever. But the thing about CM Punk is clearly it's a big win for them because he's a star and it's also symbolic like it's symbolic like
1: again it's symbolic I don't think he's as big as a star as anyone realized and that is reflected very much in the ratings because what no one's talking about is a shitload of people are with me where they were like CM Punk's back this is gonna oh I actually no it's still just wrestling like there's no one
0: they didn't have anyone for CM Punk where it's like even TNA the way TNA did it Which sounds fucked up, but it's like there was a lot of people, myself included, who were like, why are they putting Kurt Angle against Samoa Joe right now? Well, you do it for the splash. But then the problem is you can't have CM Punk come in and lose to Hangman Page like you know which cm punk comes out and then no, oh it's great okay, and on, then cm on, punk on, gives on, another address and then you have another dude come out who's the face of the company and say this is my fucking place i don't care you've been away for ex-. And, and, and instead cm punk was like hey he did that thing where it's like hey we're a baby Allen. face and i'm a baby so, face but you're clearly gonna lose but you're great where it's like it just this makes is, but, him seem like a bitch because the guy sits there
1: and be like you know what i mean so here here's how you do it is you immediately go with mjf and you have CM Punk is the one chasing MJF. As MJF goes, you don't deserve to be in a ring with me. You don't deserve mm-hmm. to be in this ring at all. Get the fuck out of the ring, bitch. And which, he's, which he's doing now, yeah. Which he's doing now, but it's too little too late because everyone also is going, oh good, MJF gets to lose to someone else who has been a WWF champion. This The main problem with AEW is always, one of the problems with AEW, besides the fact they won't hire me to be championship <laughs> kisser, is... I like that. Um, those matches where it's just I just show people how good I am at kissing people on the cheeks, like me- other like <laughs> like other men, other men. I'm just trying to no, no. show them how good I am at doing the two the two cheek kiss. I'm like, here's what I do, is I do not let my lips leave the person's face. So I just go mm, and then I drag Ooh. the lips over to the other cheek. Yeah, 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 yeah. They call that it Sicilian is. kiss. The Sicilian yeah, kiss, yeah, yeah. by the
0: way, is where you kiss a guy on both cheeks and then hold his head close to yours and whisper about how attractive you think your cousins are in their ear until they literally go, oh, "Stop it, I quit." And then that's how you win the match.
1: That's exactly and a Macedonian kiss, by the, the way, is that, where you just Oh yeah. That's where you're disgusting. You just, you just cover you fill your cheeks with lamb and your cousin mm-hmm. fills your cheeks with lamb and you hit each other's cheeks until you throw up. It it can take some time. Yeah. My wife is Greek. <laughs> do not ever
0: mention a Macedonian again on the show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, of course. I'm so sorry. Yeah. yeah. The by the way, is, Macedonians, what I do enjoy so much about the people of Greece is they, I remember I was working at a coffee shop called Anton and James now closed, Ooh. by the way, when I quit to pursue the comedy, closed. I remember the, no, it closed before the pandemic. Like it went out of business. And oh, so I'm they cool. were real losers, big losers. Who goes out of business in 2019? You fucking cucks. Um, yeah. anyway, I remember it was owned by two brothers named Tony and Jimmy. Um, one of nice. them, by the way, I can't remember which one, had a series of girlfriends, all in their 30s, all adults with braces. That's a weird thing. Anyway, uh, I remember when Tony never learned my name, but I worked there for two years, and he found out I was leaving to pursue prefer- stand-up comedy. And he was like, if you ever need to come back, I'll, I'll get you a job. And I want to now run into him on the street and be like, fuck you, Tony, you bitch. Anyway. <laughs> you don't have a job. Yeah, yeah. I once saw me and the manager of Anton and James, this guy Coco, we once watched the two brothers, Anthony and Jimmy, Jimmy. Uh, Tony and Jimmy, just get into a car, they both put on wraparound Oakley's, turned up into club, and then peeled out on Stanley Street in Montreal, and they were in like, it was not a car that should be a convertible, like it was a Honda, like it wasn't a, (laughs) it wasn't a fucking, remember those mail things that would go
0: on Facebook? no or whatever you would do on facebook you would go like here are the top five moments of my career people would be like the top five albums that influenced me yeah yeah yeah. so there was like top five moments of the past year and people were earnestly you know answering them and then this greek dude who used to run a bar uh i did stand up at um wrote he's like top five Which moments bar? Which bar? Was in kensington
1: because i forget the name i know exactly the fucking bar the really small one in- right it was the really small one that was next to the hot box. That fucking tall yeah. stupid guy. That guy. Oh, what the fuck was that? That bar guy was ball? great. Well, because anyway, okay, well, his top I'm five moments
0: where I he's like, everyone's like top five moments, probably the birth of my kid, and his top five moments were like, uh, top five moment of the past year when I did your mom. Top five moment of the past month when I did your aunt. Top five moment. <laughs> he just kept saying, I- <laughs> and then. <laughs> And then it was, like, people just so angry in the comments, like, uh, you're saying you did my aunt? And he's like, your aunt is my aunt. And he's like, what can Isaiah get
1: around? That was good. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, my God. I want to fucking find that. Oh, I remember that place. You'll never find it. I I will find it because Jeff McHenry did a set called All Jeff McHenry's Dirty Jokes. And it was filmed there unless he took it down, which he might have the little fuck. And if he did that, I'll be upset. Because um, he may have, Jeff McHenry, very very funny comedian. Also, if you told
0: him his shadow was about to punch him, he would be bedridden for four days.
1: Jeff McHenry, this is going to sound weird. He's what in again, Ladies and gentlemen, I'm trying to find this information, and I just stumbled upon one of the craziest things ever. Carrot Top G- was just on the Joe Rogan experience. That's fucking amazing. I, oh lis- I listened to that show Everyone again. stop listening to this podcast or go so listen to the Podcast right would you say, now. Would you say you just eat deer meat? Yes, I do, do. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's my favorite question. So, Carrot Top, where do you come down on the vaccine? And you, if he doesn't take out some sort of ivermectin horse prop, I'm gonna, I'm, fu- I'm flying to Las Vegas and attacking him physically.
0: I think that he's really good. Uh, I have that old found, thing. Do you know that old, uh, that old that <laughs> old Tale where these two hacks were, or sorry, these two guys were making fun of Carrot Top, calling him a hack, and then they like fucking getting wasted, whatever. Uh, and then Carrot Top was like. Um, they went to pay for the bill, and they are like, oh, it's actually already taken care of because Carrot Top was on an adjacent table. And then Carrot Top stood up and went, hack comedy just paid for your dinner. And then I remember that because uh, when I went to Humber, our stand-up teacher was called a hack by everyone because he was. And uh, he was like, so that goes to show you hacks make a lot of money. And then everyone in our class made the same joke, which is like, why don't I, I'm just going to start talk, calling Carrot Top a hack near a house I like. like." <laughs> It doesn't prove anything to me. It just proves you're a yeah. fucking idiot. Like, who cares?
1: Yeah, it proves that you're a sensitive little bitch.
0: Yeah, who cares? Live your life. Get boon-ton.
1: I cannot yeah. find this clip of Jeff McHenry in this bar. Oh, it's you can't drive me- find a clip of a regional comedian doing a clip in an old bar, John. From, stop the show. From, from 2009, by the way, is when this bar was. Oh, goddamn. Oh,
0: Jeff's on Letterkenny too sometimes. So if you know what Letterkenny is, then. You'll know what yes. Jeff is, Jeff but if McCannery, you don't know
1: what Jeff, then it's done. Yeah, I've seen one episode of Letter Ken. It was fine, but they had one thing that's so small, so small town Canada, which is the fact that there's always one guy in a bar that drops his pants all the way to the ground to take a piss, which is so <laughs> niche. When I saw that, I was like, "Yep, yeah, that's fine. Yep, yeah, this is very good. I completely agree with that." I, uh
0: there was a comedian uh, who made this great point where it's like, Letterkenny, people say it's authentic, but it's like, but we know all those people and they just be racist. Like, if if you're yeah. really to write just, Letterkenny, yeah. it would just be like half the episode would be like trying to figure out what race the new guy in town is. And then the happy ending would be if he's Italian.
1: I remember being on a gig in a small town and one of the comedians was a, a woman and she bombed. Mm-hmm. And I said to her, you should not worry about that. They didn't laugh at you because they're a woman and we're in small town Canada. They that they, they just don't think that you could be funny. And the person that did not believe me until as we were walking out, I was told, uh, take your jeans. Where'd you get your jeans? And I said, Toronto. And they're like, we'll go back there. And then Good stuff. F- four different women walked up to the female comedian and said, uh, I would have laughed, but you're a woman and women aren't funny. Four di- well, and She then what's, apologized what, what year was that? to me. That was 2016. You're making that up. That was I'm 100. I'm 100 not making that up. Oh, I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm my up. landlines ringing. Yeah, that's uh, Dylan's about to get a report on his Y2K assurance. The past I'll is calling it, me. I'm putting it in the private chat to show you how I'm not using the person's name specifically because this person would find out and then it would be a very annoying conversation. They actually do subscribe to the Patreon. All of them do. I don't want to have to speak to this person about this subject because they got very angry even though i was definitely right and they admitted i was right look in the private chat so why don't you yell about AEW while i look on the private chat here's my problem with AEW in general and specifically is that this is every episode of AEW being described this sounds like the re- greatest wrestling program ever and then you watch it and you're like this is very boring and i hate tony Schiavone so much really yeah because if We're you actually- opposite ends
0: have you watched raw lately
1: no, 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 yeah, no. No one I'm not, watch
0: I'm, I'm just saying that AEW is just wrestling. It's just, it's just NWA yeah, wrestling with indie I wrestlers.
1: That's what I completely agree with you. It was like, and I'm totally fine with that. But I don't. What I'm, but don't everyone? Because everyone's like, I was just watching AEW, and then uh it cured my leukemia. You're like, no, it didn't. It didn't. It's just fine. This is the main main issue with wrestling at this point. It's just because it's not Vince McMahon's house of bad ideas. Everyone's like. Well, problem solves. Revolution has been achieved. And it's like this is also not that good. This is just fine. I aim it's for just, good,
0: but that's how long it's been since stuff just was coherent. It's literally been like <laughs> it's been so it had, long. It had been 18 years since coherent programming was on wrestling and they started making it coherent with um the next generation like Randy Orton, John Cena and Batista. Um. After Lesnar left, they're like, "Okay, we gotta make a bunch of new guys," and they kind of did, but yeah. then it was like it stopped being coherent because Triple H just wouldn't leave. Yeah. So it was Why like Batista and Orton. Like people forget this, like because everyone like Orton's obviously like he's the last dude of those guys who wrestles regularly, so he's seen as like this big hero and everyone loves him now. But like if you look at Randy Orton's career for no, years, no. he just Not got jobbed loves out. Him.
1: Not everyone loves him.
0: I'm sure people who were his co-workers in 2005 have something to say.
1: But I'm going to say people have, who were his co-workers this year. Because I guarantee there is no way that Randy Orton has learned from his mistakes. Here's something you could never accuse Randy Orton of. Paying attention to his behavior. I just think he's th- he's a
0: 42-year-old man. He for sure just talks about how sick things were in 2005.
1: Oh, and also how the vaccine's bullshit. I am willing to yeah, put... Dope. That's why I like him. I, of course. That's why I like him, too. I've taken the vaccine, but I want people out there providing a dissenting voice. That's why. <laughs> hey, man. Anti-vaxxers are a lot more fun to party with. I'll tell you that. I'm going to say this. Anti-vaxxers and I really can agree on what areas of classic rock I want to listen to outside the Lake. It's true. Yeah. This God. is the problem
0: with me and John. is uh, like Obviously, politically, we do lean left. But uh, Spotify-wise, we're in MAGA, Ooh. baby.
1: Oh my god! Like, ha- like, give me we're some not, Like, we are like, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm a cultural Marxist on the streets, and I am a. I actually was the guy who said, let's call it Stop the Steal and let's hang Nancy Pelosi <laughs> uh, when it comes to music. like you're yeah. li-
0: like, you're I was in there I, in a big fucking bull mask looking for Pelosi. That's how I, I am to- musically.
1: I today had to be told by a female who has seen me nude, mm. hey, could you turn down Iron Maiden before 8 a.m.? And I did. But inside, I was going, I don't want to.
0: Oh yeah, I just listen to it. I have one airpod in while I drive and I listen to the fucking real tunes. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Rainbow.
1: Oh thing. yeah, man. Temple of the
0: King. What
1: were we talking about?
0: Oh yeah. Um Let no, me ask you this, Dylan. And that's when what makes wrestling r- good, I think. And that's what wrestling's missing, and that's what wrestling will be missing. You know what? I think it's coming back now, and I think the WWE made a really good decision to start getting college people because it's been what,
1: No, a they didn't. Shut the fuck half. Up. It's been Shut a decade and a half at the up.
0: UFC, so now a Vince McMahon with his fucking gargoyle face can go up to people and be like, "Okay, this guy, this guy, um, just got paid top end money in the UFC." mashing his body against another man where he has to pay for his own training camp every single thing this guy's a subcontractor just like he would be with us but he pays for absolutely everything they take all his merch money they take everything top end this guy got five hundred thousand dollars as a base salary and that is and if he wins he gets a million dollars that's top end right you come with us we'll give you three hundred thousand dollars to learn how to wrestle and then we'll have a renegotiation and you get your own merch
1: What he's also not mentioning, by the way, is you might be Brock Lesnar, but you might also be Keith Lee, where everyone's like, I like this guy, this guy's good, and then one old man is going, Here's the problem. He's fat and I hate it. Yeah, you
0: still get two hundred and
1: fifty thousand dollars to be called fat. But that but that's all you're gonna get. Like the problem is Which is fine. (laughs) It's not that fine. He has to live the rest of his eighty years on the planet
0: are your options these are your options if I agree you are with you. a collegiate wrestler is that you either uh teach other people how to wrestle like it's improv
1: yeah you know what i mean Go, yeah you either join uh dana white's uh mad tv which is the ufc or vince mcmahon's snl which is the mm-hmm. wwe but this is the thing where it's like and if
0: you shit out and you're 20 you're braun breaker let's say he fucking shits out and yeah. um he decides okay well i want to do something else and he wants to be in the ufc you're 26 enjoy also
1: do you know i was and you're
0: a heavyweight which heavyweights in the ufc fight till they're like 45 i'm not saying ufc and wwe are the two options you could also be like a normal person and just kind of contribute to society you could work yeah you could a just be an account
1: you could be an accountant who just was a collegiate wrestler
0: yeah and you could easily real estate you know you're semi-famous in the community you can be go comedi- for it Use you can it.
1: be comedian jay moore who just talks about amateur wrestling like it's a sport everyone's into and it's very bizarre mm-hmm. when he doesn't which is what, by the way, I like. I've spent a fair amount of time with Jay Moore. I would consider him a not a close friend. I'd consider him a friend. But I tell you, that guy, when it, just random subject chatting in a hallway before you both going up to do some comedy, never, never subjects that I would think. Well, everyone has an opinion on this. <laughs> That's really good stuff. Yeah, talking about massages and amateur wrestlers. I like that. Yeah, he gets, it's, he it's gets it's
0: rubbed, it. he gets tugged, and then he has an amateur wrestling match
1: exactly right rub rub
0: tug and then it's time for a massage an rt uh by the way there's a rub and tug in ottawa called the alpha club so we're officially oh, sponsored by that it was named
1: it was named after me <laughs>
0: <laughs> i feel like an alpha i just paid for sex i remember
1: and- speaking to a friend of mine who later went into who's at the time into law enforcement i was like did you find out any secrets about ottawa he didn't live in ottawa but it was like that thing and he was like yeah man there are way more sex clubs there than I even thought. And it's like a like it's a noted hilarious thing about Ottawa is that like, what's that weird doorway in the middle of a neighborhood? Definitely a sex club. And then the idea that he was like, <laughs> there's more than you, there's more than even I could imagine. is so funny to me. That's something I think about all the time.
0: There's many That was one I of the most about. that was one of the most fun days in Edinburgh where we were having coffee just about to do I think it was before oh. my show. And Cole Cabana was standing in front of uh clearly a rub and Tug's door and people would go in, and he'd be like, Gross, it's three PM gross as 3pm and they were just it. like and it's like such a great thing we used to do in high school where they just do the math and like oh this guy's too big to <laughs> <Of course. laughs> you can't punch. although I would be dodging that fist like clearly this man has primed himself for a mess you know what I mean I mean my favorite thing I just about took my dick. now you touch my dick you know what I mean
1: and my favorite thing about doing a show with Cole Cabana is he doesn't know how to like deal with hecklers with humor he just stands up and says leave shut up yeah that's what it is it's very funny because you're like that's as effective as the thing it took me ten years how to learn to do. Hey, and you stop Just it. yeah. How about not? Um, also, I remember, remember one time that, someone was like, "Look at this
0: guy's. Ca- look at this guy's like calves, though." And I was like, "Look at your calves, you fucking pussy! You can't bench shit. Yeah. <laughs> you what? You what? You what goes good after chest? Chest? Let me ask you this: you What my favorite uh, game is? Chess. Um, you know what I mean. Were you with us wouldn't Brendan My brother-in-law knew- does chest 6 times a week. I couldn't be prouder of him. That's of course you do you do chest every day. You do what chest do you- and then you warm up chest with a bit of chest bicep and then nothing else. <laughs> you do this, you do this and then you what you do?
1: Nothing you else. Fucked. I'm, you fucked. Yeah, it's, of course. Why wouldn't you? Because there's a line of ladies out the door because they've heard you have a well-defined <laughs> chest and arms.
0: Because you got the fucking chest, baby.
1: Excuse me. Do you have the the uh, uh, the middle th- the, uh, healthy for a straight uh, straight man, 35 and up? What does that mean? That means I have done chest and arms only for the last 10 years. But so my with Joe Rogan noticeable.
0: Is before the vaccine, when he just talked about chest and arms, and then a bit of sometimes he was like, oh, I think Sasquatch real. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this but is now he's I like. Just... Actually, I'm an epidemiologist, which is evidenced by my back tattoo that is gothic letters of you guessed it, my last name.
1: Here's what Joe Rogan's problem is. Is I've thought about this a lot because he's he was ubiquitous <laughs> you do here think for about a this a lot. Is he became he was such a fame he was just a famous person for 30 years, but then he became famous to famous people, which is the worst level of fa- so he literally yeah. is it's like a super god, like no one is gonna like. There's no one. knew what he was? He was CM life.
0: Punk famous for a long yes. time, and then you make that leap into like people outside of your weird bubble are looking at you. Mm-hmm. Where it's like Taekwondo man who became a stand-up comedian in the '90s, then went to UFC. Where it's like basically he minored in mon- uh, misogyny at a college, and then he took misogyny in university,
1: <laughs> university. and then he went for a PhD course. <laughs> So basically what it is, is Joe Rogan, when he was born, he was like, here's what I want to do. I want to get jobs that are very weirdly decade specific. And they were like, very good. And he's like, so in the 70s, I'm going to be a fucking Caucasian boy uh, who is real into martial arts. You've nailed it. 80s, stand up comedian. Why wouldn't you be? 90s, I'm going to star in a sitcom and also explicably be a commentator for cage fighting. That is the 90s. That makes sense. What happens in the 2000s? Oh, I'm going to host a television show where people eat animal dicks, and also I'm going to call out uh, one-person joke-stealing and act like it's the same as 9-11 in terms of outrage. <laughs> yep, that's exactly what the uh, the uh, the oughts were. He was right hap- about that. 100%. He, he was right about that? But the le- the way he acts about Carlos Mencia now is so, like... And by the way, Carlos Mencia was a fucking plague. Like, I know people that were around there, and they are like... People, like, everyone who was a comedian then, they were like, our careers were stalled. Like, Carlos mm-hmm. Mencia is a sociopathic fucking Yeah, he made a mosaic asshole. of
0: people's jokes. And then yeah. just... Of course, if you're plucking things from other people, you're going to be fucking amazing.
1: <laughs> the The craziest thing that no one talks about is what he used to do is people that he would hear talk bad about him. He would see, because so what happens in the L.A. area is uh, improvs and some of the clubs that are in the suburbs will have a comic come out and do like a night, if they're not famous, the weekend of a famous person. So that they can like try them out, they're giving other work, and then you'd open the rest of the week. But like that one day is so huge to you because you're in this like big room. It feels really cool. It's a way for you to showcase for the Improv's. What Carlos Mencia would do was check the calendar, and if he didn't like any of those people, he would show up as they're about to go on. Tell the manager he's going on, and then would do two hours, and then try and get them to follow him. And he would do that for like like so many people have that story. That's crazy. Uh, and what's amazing is Joe Rogan um so did that and that like all ended and that's amazing then in the 2010s he just had a podcast and then in the most 2016 thing he just was taken advantage of by a bunch of right-wing grifters and thus launched the the next five years of his podcast which is conversely him having fun comedians on to just talk about i don't know what the fuck because i can't really listen to it anymore because no one's listening to each other on that show or he just has literally the weirdest wildest scientists or failed stand-up comedians who have gone on to be right-wing commentators never forget steven crowder and i used to do comedy together in montreal never forget that. really yes i think about it a lot it's he very you, weird he? no he did not he had a very weird joke about um being the voice uh being one of the voices from arthur but uh, he always acted like people would recognize him from that, but it was a cartoon. That was the main thing I took away from him, and that's it. The guy who made
0: Vice was also—he's super right-wing, right? Gavin McInnes. Ga- Gavin McInnes, absolutely was proud. Boy. Also, was,
1: also a failed stand-up comedian. Also, Milo Yiannopoulos used to Man. do stand-up. used to do stand- Oh no! I have a big thing. The one of the—if—if if it weren't for stand-up comedy, I think a lot of these people. Um, wouldn't have thought show business was possible because here's the problem with stand-up is when you see some of the people that are succeeding at it you're like well anyone can do this and then when people can't they're like it crushes their their fucking minds we're like that guy doesn't have a home and I saw him shit an unchewed muffin what do you mean he's going to the Just for Laughs festival and it's like yeah I can do five baby
0: yeah that's the interesting thing where we used to say oh that guy's gonna shoot up a bar one day and then apparently it's like that guy's gonna create a blog and really put a lot of effort into it that has some really weird viewpoints
1: yeah that guy it basically it went from like oh man that guy's gonna shoot up to a school to now it's like oh shit that guy's gonna start a sub stack at a patreon and re- <laughs> really cause some that issues. guy's gonna be us
0: So, all right. So, we're going to talk about a couple issues in wrestling right now. John, I think, has a lot of um, views on these, and uh, they are, let's just say,
1: a bit salty. Go ahead.
0: So, what do you think about the Big school thing? Have you
1: heard about this? Do you
0: know what I'm talking
1: about? I literally only read it because four people messaged me going, did you see what Tony Khan said? So, what I've been told via... Um Facebook and Instagram DMs is someone was like, Hey AEW, maybe have some black people involved in your goddamn company. And Tony Khan was like, uh, I'm involved. Shut the fuck up, you suck black boy. Is that basically what happened? So here's what happened. Big Go Swole, ahead. who
0: was a um, I guess one of the original women in the AEW women's division.
1: AEW oh, was taking yeah. a lot of flack
0: for their women's division because, obviously... Because they, they
1: really sold that that was going to be a part of it. Like They were they like, did. we're going to be tag teams and women. Where are the women? Uh, I think you'll find Brandy Rhodes is backstage sometimes. <laughs> she got pregnant, so
0: in honor of that, she's going to pin a new woman every single yeah, week. Of course, yeah. Because it's a handicap match, get it? She's a baby. So what? here's what happened. Go ahead. Big Swole gets let go by from AEW, which isn't something they do a lot. Like, the only other person I can think of that they let go was Jimmy Havoc, and Jimmy Havoc was one of the people who got uh, me would Yeah, um, it was a which, which, basically, Havoc. they were like... But, to be real, like, the reason they got rid of him probably wasn't because of that. The reason they got rid of him was because he was a lower-card guy anyway, and he was a hardcore wrestler, and they kind of figured out, like, okay, cool, we this guy had indie cred, but sometimes... Sometimes it's what Kevin Nash says, and most of the times it isn't, but sometimes you put a guy in a bigger stage, and it's like, oh, this guy's like the king of a bar, but once you get him into arena, he can't really command that. Him yeah. and Joey Janela have kind of bore that out, I think.
1: Yeah. Him, Joey Janello, Necro Butcher was always my favorite example of that. Of like,
0: Necro Butcher never got a chance, and I think that Necro Butcher would have done well, because Joey is kind of like, I'm Shawn Michaels, but I'll jump off something on the light tubes, whereas Necro Butcher literally would go barefoot Step on tax and no sell it, just because like this man's fucking crazy.
1: I like that. I like that. What I like about the Necro Butcher is the his name, everything. Like he was the Wyatt family before the Wyatt family. He would also send in questions to kayfabe commentaries, you shoots, and I always thought that was funny because you could tell which wrestlers knew who he was and which wrestlers didn't. For example, Shane Douglas greeted him like he was an old friend. Necro, how's it going, man? And I was like, (laughs) Shane, you will just you're just friends with people that will talk to you. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah shane douglas is totally the guy who's like <laughs> who wants to stay too late because they got free snacks here yeah, yeah. who wants to hang out in your room
1: because i didn't actually book one
0: they're kicking us out of here but i saw they were trying to throw away coffee down the hall which i totally did that at the last stand-up show i uh, was that? they tried to throw away all these
1: cakes oh those are coming with you oh, of course starbucks cakes yeah <laughs> not on <laughs> my is- watch yeah, anyway. those are being given to my family and friends as if
0: I baked them at home. <laughs> so big swall, they get rid of big swall. Who like in a company is that's anyone, already is anyone else confused every time he says get rid of big swall because I assume he's just talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> big swall comes out, and big, the thing was, she was like, she looked like she was going to be a real going concern <sighs> until like Britt Baker became the runaway baby face in their women's division. That actually they book as a heel for some
1: reason yeah it's very bizarre
0: yeah like you get one girl over who's like clearly the face of the division where it's like oh she's like she's basically a heel but they can book her as a baby face she could be like you know it's overused but she could be like kind of like austin was in that way where it's like you're a heel but you're a baby face specifically Mm -hmm. and also more more so more like austin i would say with like she's the only reason to watch that program yes and also, like like awesome t- if you watch old 98 episodes of Raw, people o- undersell this, but literally the show would open with Vince McMahon's trying to keep Stone Cold Steve Austin out of the arena, but we are definitely going to see him tonight. And then every major break, like half hour, one hour, an hour and a half into the show, it would be people like, oh, we're trying to keep him out, but he's at the gates. And you would just see his car and you'd be like, oh, shit, we're going to see him.
1: Like, it's Well, no, mainly they would always do. If you actually remember and it was actually done specifically to really fuck Nitro is because they had two shows because um, it was raw and then it was the war zone for the longest time and then yeah. after 9-11 they changed it to the raw zone and then they were like that <laughs> sounds like it's just a time where people are fucking without a condom yeah, yeah, let's yeah. just call it raw and just do it for two hours anyway what, it was th- what they would do is Austin's being kept out of the building and then 30 minutes in you'd see his car and then as soon as the war zone hit they'd do that in your eye welcome back to all the <laughs> yeah, Welcome but like, everyone. And then, whoosh, and then it would come out top of the hour. Also, Yo. I don't think you'll find a better impression of the beginning of WWE programming in the Attitude Era than what I just did right there. That's exactly what I what do. It's it in your eye. That's Jim Ross, by the way. And then there's yeah. so much screaming in pyro for no reason. Steve Austin walks out, says, hell yeah, that is a full hour. Ladies and gentlemen, the Attitude
0: Era.
1: <laughs> do not look back on
0: it. It's also good, yeah, exactly. It's also good with like, all oh, the most respected wrestling announcer there are, and then you can just pull up so many clips of him and be like, she's getting beat because she deserves it.
1: Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can pull up so many podcast interviews where he's like, now would you talk slower and wear a shirt that is wet?
0: <laughs> that was his first podcast with just him being like, we got Victoria on the program. I tell you this, I am hard,
1: even though I can't see <laughs> you, Victoria. Yeah. Uh, well, Lita's on the program. I just want to let Lita know I am wearing a thong. As well,
0: yeah. I think, and anytime AEW talent, um, like a women's talent, takes like a, a photo. Like uh, of them in a bikini or something, he quote retweets it and then just does the emoji that's just eyes going like this, which is good. Oh yeah. And then all the comments on underneath, one guy had a really good comment, which was like, "Open Twitter, check Jr. Horny on main feed, check." <laughs> <laughs> main feed oh, yeah. is such a good thing because he's like he's not, it's not a reply, buddy. He's quote tweeting this and he wants you to see it. He's not tagging yeah. anyone in it because that would mean that it would be hidden. He wants this yeah, to yeah. get looks. He
1: he wants people to know. JR is thirsty, and he's looking for a cup. <laughs> <laughs> I got a cup. Pour me a drink. Yeah, Jimmy! So, yeah, Jimmy! That's what Jim Ross wants. Jim um, Ross wants, anytime he does a quote retreat of just an AEW uh, female wrestler in a bikini, he wants everyone to react like they're Harry Hill in the shower hearing about the Lufthansa heist. Just, <laughs> Jimmy! <laughs> So,
0: all right, Big Swole gets fired. Then Big Swole says, AEW doesn't know how to book minority talent. They don't know. But more so, it was honestly about the women's division, how they don't give the women's division a chance, which everyone's always said. And then that was posted on, I think, Fightful. Tony Khan retweets it and goes, we fired her because she was a bad wrestler. Watch the street fight tonight, which there was a tag team street fight between Allie, Penelope Ford, uh, Tay Conti, and Anna Jay, which was a good... Street fight, anyway, um, and yeah, and then Leo Rush tweets out, "Apologize" in all caps, and uh, to Big Swall or to Tony Khan to, to Tony Khan, and Good. then and then backs that train up when he's like, "Actually, I like working here." It's just like shitty to see people like Tony Khan hasn't said anything, but I guarantee there was some like emails sent, where he's like, "Actually, um, you know." where i'm from makes it okay that i do this or something so of course i can't be because i'm it's, it's very weird and like obviously two white dudes aren't gonna get to the bottom of this but it's just like i something disagree where, i think something the to keep perfect an perfect eye on where it's there. like actually you know i am a Here's person of is. color who was born out of a billion dollar butthole and i never picked up food myself because i find that disgusting so yeah. I have Horatio do that for me, where he chews it too, because I feel like I don't want to waste my teeth. Like I, like my teeth will erode if I chew food. Yeah. So I have someone spit that into my mouth.
1: Um, my name is Tony Khan. I said to my dad one day, I would like to have a wrestling company, and my dad said, "Okay." But it I is, know what it is to suffer. I know. <laughs> but it, it is, is interesting. Well,
0: you know how AEW kind of came up was basically like he was talking to a dude from TNT. Tony Khan was and i didn't know this at all they were talking about wrestling and then tony khan was like well you know you used to have vince mcmahon's major opposition like on your network and he went what he's like yeah like you guys have had wrestling on turner forever
1: yeah you were the and you then, were the yeah the, the turner broadcasting was built on it's like the biggest joke tv was built on professional wrestling yeah cheap TV entertainment was, that pays for itself but, But Turner Broadcasting in particular, and Ted Turner, Mm -hmm. like from his mouth, is what was the key to Turner Broadcasting success? And he's like, two things: Uh, Andy Griffith show reruns, professional wrestling. Well, yeah, all, all
0: TBS really has ever been and will ever be is Atlanta Braves, the Warner Brothers Library, pro wrestling,
1: and Conan, and Conan. TBS Conan, is Conan.
0: Yeah. Like Conan. Like
1: it's also that thing of Conan, they were. Well, the big
0: problem with Conan was his his target audience is us, and as his audience grew up and became more sedentary and stopped going out, we just started watching the internet, which is bad for him.
1: Yeah, it's very bad for him. It's also he was his mind was melted by losing the Tonight Show, and his show was not good for about four years. Like I don't, I don't want. Like I love Conan O'Brien. He was one of the biggest influences. One of the biggest reasons I'm in comedy. His TBS show, like, ha. It's just it was one of those things where it was watching a guy who got a fucking big L and didn't give himself a minute to be like that really fucking sucked. He was just like it's fine I'll just keep doing my show and you could just see him being like like you wanted to be like you could just especially like like 2 years in where he's just dead behind welcome to the show. I want to taste metal in my mouth. I'm Conan <laughs> O'Brien. Yeah, but anyway, um so yes, so that's
0: basically the issue and then like Powerhouse Hobbs came out and was like I've never felt I talked to Tony Khan. I've never felt whatever, but like you can see just through statistics, where it's like they have um, obviously there is more opportunities too because they had SmackDown and Raw going for so long, mm-hmm. but you can see just through numbers where it's like the people that have closed out the most dynamites and the most rampages in AEW, and there is literally not one person. There is a bunch of um, like like Samu Guevara has done it. Like there is a bunch of Latin guys. But no, like there's no black people that have ever closed out an
1: AEW event full stop. Yeah, I can't think of like a wrestler. W- not one wrestler, but I can't. Th- I also can't think of a black person who's being pushed as a like a main event or even an attraction in AEW at the moment. I, I'm not. No, that not at all. No. Product, so meanwhile, I- WWE, like their
0: champ is Bob- they Bobby Lashley and Biggie flipped the belt back and forth. They've been pushing Biggie. Um, obviously, Brock Lesnar beat Biggie for the title recently, which I, I mean, for me. A white guy with a man bun who literally gave an ESPN interview is like, "Don't like gay guys, so don't ask." And then peeled out in an ATV that literally will set you back fifty years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> any other industry, any ESPN, other industry. the magazine.
0: I can't find the article, but that's literally something that I we, did. Remember, we I talked re- about we, it in the Brock. We have episode.
1: found it, but we also found. I remember we found it for the Brock Lesnar episode because I didn't mm. believe you. We were in your old room in Streatham, in London, and you brought it up, and we, I read it. Like either before or after the podcast. And what I remember the most about it is a big portion is the interviewer explaining that um he uh he Brock Lesnar kept having to find his uh, his wife because uh there was some sort of need for a phone call and he, oh, yeah. l- and he, he doesn't, doesn't allow pho- he doesn't allow phones. She has a cell phone that he will sometimes be like, but doesn't always like he doesn't like that she uses it on his property, which I'm always like, yeah. Rena Marrow is very much trapped, isn't she? <laughs>
0: Yeah man there's Lesnar's gotten away with a lot of stuff just because like what we said about Jericho he just doesn't he doesn't participate in social media so he's kind of like I'm not even part of that game so like don't even try anything like if I've said off
1: color things then that's one thing obviously I guarantee he's looked at Paul Heyman and called Paul Heyman the N word cuz he thinks <laughs> that that is a word for Jewish people like mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar is a kind he is the most intense backwards which is he is backwards from Minnesota, which means he's Canadian backwards, which means watch the fuck out. Oh, he's out, officially like Canadian now. Because I can't figure it out if he actually lives in Saskatchewan he or does. he lives. is that So he just lives in the middle of fucking nowhere? Yes. I mean, that's got to be wild. But that's the thing that, that makes me like him. I agree with him. I was talking today about uh, what financially needs to be done so I can move to a small, weird town in either Nevada, Arizona, or Northern California. Oh, God, be- that's the life, eh? oh boy It by the way nevada or arizona very achievable like this is the one thing that no one talks about with america is that america is one of those places where like oh people have gotten so burnt out so there are like weird artsy bizarre communities that you can find and join and be a part of you just have to track them down yeah america is a lot easier to do that with canada where it's like
0: i'm gonna live in a rural place also related thing i do a podcast about how people don't get it from my basement under a blanket now.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's also, a couple creative of, outlet. Here's how you know, by the way, I love Can because right now, Canada's in a lot, in a much stricter lockdown than almost anywhere else. Australia yeah. also went through this. And what I like about it is you can really tell where people are in their lockdown. So, Dylan, just social media is the same. A bunch of other people are really, have really hit the I'm really fed up and I'm about to tell you the truth level. And a, a couple of them, I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is coming for some time and I'm glad to see you are. Nailing it, my friend. Um, and uh, my personal favorite, um, people really making it about them. That's my personal favorite now. It's just how much people in Canada are making this solely about them, which is the most Canadian move. All, like Canadians of all white people are the most like, you want to know how 9-11 personally affected me? <laughs> I wasn't in, in the towers, but emotionally I was. I was supposed to watch the contest episode of Seinfeld, which was re- rerunning that day. And it was preempted because of the news.
0: (laughs) So anyway, all right. What's another fucking goddamn thing? But that's the big thing right now. I don't think anything will ever happen.
1: Nothing will ever happen of it. Do you think uh, WWE uh, uh, sells this year? By the way, big rumor, Vince McMahon's house up for sale. Ooh. Well, I mean, he probably has many houses, so that's like i mean i but i mean i think i didn't i I, as i understood the tweet it was his main mansion in stanford like this is moves are being made okay well then here's my question though i don't want to say if they sell why
0: what is vince man doing after he sells wwe dying do the he there's this man clearly with the amount of plastic surgery he gets does not believe in his own mortality what is his plan afterwards
1: I honestly don't know. I think he there's something that they are aware of, business wise, market wise, something that is making them get ready for a sale. There is there is information that we are publicly not aware of that is driving this decision. That is my whole opinion on it. There is something. I think they've been getting lean and mean for to be
0: kind of eaten up by a bigger conglomerate because this is why things like this and weird things like this. But this is exactly.
1: This is exactly what they're doing. This is exactly how you prepare for that. That's what he, exactly what he's doing. Is Here's my question. Them.
0: Go ahead. How much better does WWE become if Disney buys it? Because I think it's going to get quite a lot better. Disney bought Marvel. Everyone loves Marvel. Uh, Disney bought Star Wars. Um, no, people I'm love like The Star Mandalorian. Wars. And people they like have the a lot of cohesive storylines within that. I think WWE gets a lot better if Disney buys it. And everyone it has does. to drop their like, Oh, I actually support EW because it's blah 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 blah. It's like, no, you're gonna support Mr. Nazi lover Disney himself.
1: Yeah. What yeah. it is is you will uh first of all, he didn't love the Nazis, he just hated the Jews. Let's be clear. Let's be pl- please be okay, clear. Okay, thank you. Henry Ford loved the Nazis. Walt Disney just hated the Jews.
0: I didn't know Henry Ford uh produced a newsletter that Hitler used to read. Oh
1: anything. my god, yes, he did. Basically He'll it was called
0: Jews Equal Bad question mark, answer. Yep.
1: Uh, he also had a photo of Hitler on his desk until the day he died. And when asked oh, about wow. it, he he would not respond.
0: His response was, "Good looking guy."
1: Also, you want to know something? Well, by the way, uh, the prime minister of India who does he consider one of the best uh, business motivators of all time? I'm gonna say Hitler. It was Hitler. You are correct. It's Hitler. It'd be weird if he went left yeah. and you were like, Justin yeah, Trudeau, it, Henry Ford. Hmm.
0: <laughs> um, hey man a lot history it taught us anything just because you're good at making a uh, thing go vroom vroom doesn't mean we should believe what you think
1: <laughs> yeah i mean you know what's interesting is i wish that lesson would be learned with elon musk i love by the way yesterday when he opened a fucking showroom of tesla in like um uh what is that the pro the oh shangji is that where it is where the uyghurs are is that the wherever where they're you're like, speaking i have no idea Oh, yeah. Sorry. You're raising a child. I'll explain to you. Yesterday, the because every day, especially in California, because all of the state of California is like, hey, Elon Musk, fuck you. Because Elon Musk in the middle of all the pandemic would be in like, because he was a giant job provider in California, just moved to Texas one day. And like all of his California employees were like what no and like the state had to intercede and was like you can't you didn't give proper enough time you can't do that you have to let them work remotely it's a pandemic and he was like i'll sue you and then the state of california was like okay like you know that we're the that's us too we're the courts like please we we would love if you sued us and so like his perception anywhere else is so different than within california because everyone here is like fuck this fucking i think everyone's pretty much like that no but like like our newspapers reporting of like this motherfucker's not like it's like tax information all that sort of stuff anyway he opened up a showroom in the province where china is genociding the uyghur population i think it's shangji i think that's where it is and like a bunch of people like i i can't believe elon musk would do this like like I, I, i can feel like i'm like yeah he's a business person you thought just because he's Talks about Bitcoin and uses Twitter. You didn't think that he was enough. Like, just because he smokes weed with Joe Rogan Who doesn't mean doesn't he's also an that? awful man. He's so many directly people.
0: profited from the
1: apartheid. Yeah, his, yeah the exactly. The reason
0: Tesla's a thing is because of the apartheid.
1: Yeah, his family owned a bunch of emerald mines during the yeah. apartheid. Yeah, no, I know. I know because I someone said to me, "Why do you hate Elon Musk?" And at the time, it was just like because of his stupid head. And then it's the only time I was like, "I'll tell you why." And then I just googled it, and I was like, and I literally like first sentence apart, I was like, "Apartheid money." And, was, and then it was like, "Oh, you're like that's right." Yeah,
0: if you can't tell smug, then I can't help you. Like he just you can tell when people are super smug. Tony Khan is very weird because he's a billionaire and he's clearly like grew up inside like. Weirdly, I think he had a lot of the same childhood that we did. It's just that when he's like, here's how I would make wrestling, he could do that.
1: Yeah, he and I probably were both. I used to like make up wrestling storylines when I was 11, 12, 33, um, 36. And (laughs) the only difference is this that like at a certain point, he walked into his dad's office and was like, Can I start a wrestling company? And he was like, Yeah. Like the fact that the AEW. I should say this. It wasn't
0: so it wasn't like that. It was literally
1: like these guys. Didn't know
0: that wrestling is super profitable and easy to produce because we cover our own production. And then he met Cody Rhodes, Young Bucks, and then they made that shit happen. Basically, Cody Rhodes and Young Bucks used that MSG show as proof of concept to then talk to Tony Khan. They came. to It was
1: all, no, they used all in all in was the proof of concept, not the MSG show.
0: Yeah, yeah but all, MSG show and then all in. I thought it was all in then MSG show. I thought that's that, that's how it was. No, because the Ring of Honor, it was literally co-promoted. It was like the Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes co-promoting with
1: I'm aware with you, but I'm saying that it all in was first, and then it was the MSG show because the MSG show suddenly went from having like all of the guys that were in all in to like, oh no, they're like leaving our Ring of Honor to prepare for something. And then it was just then it was a bunch of New Japan guys who were at the Ring of I could be wrong, but that's how I remember it. And I would like you to confirm that I'm correct, and then I would like you to apologize, and I would also like you to then say that uh, I am not. Oh, the it's the same show. What are you talking? Oh, so all we're so all in because all in was all in, in was an independent
0: pay per view in Chicago Ring of Honor and New, New okay. Japan,
1: and that's that. And then you, the MSG show that took place that was and it later was at the Sears Center. Yeah, that was in Chicago. Everyone knows yeah, all in was in because Chicago. it
0: was the whole Dave Meltzer was like. I, no independent should no, fill a 10000 seat arena and they arena. just said bet and, and they then, sold out immediately
1: yeah that was again by the way that's the Cody that should come back as opposed to triple h cena captain america that he currently is now but you're again you've nailed it completely i don't know if you said that here or on this show or there's on the other interests episode.
0: like that's the thing about like that you learn as you get older watching wrestling and obviously the average wrestling fans fucking old as dirt now so we all probably know is that like, there's other also, interests at play We're also we're you also can't in just make business? a guy yeah and it's the going baker thing doesn't make any sense to me that what doesn't do make any sense Like, having Britt Baker be a heel makes no sense to me. I don't Um, understand it either. Because because it's way easier to get a heel now to make a good heel than a babyface. Britt Baker as a babyface would be amazing.
1: Why the fuck Adam Cole is a bad guy? Is the other one? Because literally, you listen to him, his entrance, and everyone goes, like... The crowd goes crazy for him, and then it's like, all right, I guess we got to boo him again. Like, yeah, like they're just, they just want, like, everyone wants to just yell, baby, everyone wants to go boom. It's very fun. I want to go boom. Dylan, I want to go boom.
0: Yeah, this is what I don't understand, where it's like, obviously, not in the same way that they were, but you could make Adam Cole and uh, Britt Baker, since they are a couple, you could make them the much much better version of chris candido and tammy sitch where it's kind of mm, like i don't know the
1: relationship between tammy sitch and chris candido was, his it was pretty per, solid was perfect. yeah it's oh, actually
0: healthy. they it was, were both in a really good place now
1: yeah of course they were
0: were are so healthy uh, mentally yeah one of them's dead in the f- head and the other one's dead in irl but uh all right it's been an hour now so we're gonna stop all right, everybody,
1: go to our things. Thanks for supporting our Patreon. We'll see you on the main feed. Uh, yeah, we're I'm gonna put
0: up the it. The, the talking started about 30. Like, if you want to hear about wrestling, and that talk starts 37 minutes in. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's like every other episode. Ladies and gentlemen, have a great time. I'm gonna go uh, lay in my bed for the first time in four months. Yeah, this will be up sometime. Fuck you. Fuck shit. Fuck.